Yeah, I switched the elements around because like the oh, controllers okay. and everything that. are like I just deleted whatever ones were in the middle yeah, and yeah. plugged in the other ones, and I was half expecting it to be like, no, open circuit can't use this, but no. Oh, I highly doubt. I don't I would, think of If anything, care. the controller or the wiring might not have been enough, but I don't think it cares at all. No. Like, what's the resistance or any of that? I hit. I don't know. So I guess you can get your house oven to rip you to swap some elements around. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you well, want yeah i mean yeah, you, you still turn, have temperature control so right. i mean yeah you turn on a broil no matter what thing's gonna rip yeah but like i don't know well more broils more, yeah more, more double better. the broils double the fast then more amperage yeah theoretically i don't know who wants to burn their food on the top and the bottom but but if it preheats faster you know, are you saying that people just want to burn on the top? But it doesn't pre. Well, that is my problem. Anything. Okay, so when I make like toast, especially in the toaster oven, like, why? Well, That's your first I want, fuck up. I want even top yeah. and bottom, and it just never a, is. It's always toaster. either. Well. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you need the vertical. <laughs> I mean, that's that's why they created the toaster. But yeah. I know, but for like bagels and like pizza and everything, it's like you it know, does it all. It I will say, one time I got bored and I did that like you know how on TikTok for a while there they were doing like the flip your toaster sideways to no. make grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely tried that. Did you? And it did work. And I was like, this is actually not half bad. But like, funny. here's the here's the thing: you, you got to butter look. you butter the outsides of the toast, not the insides, and you put the cheese in there and you smash it together and you slide it in there and you hit go. Oh, you assemble the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would have put both sides. You know. I was thinking to do to, in each little toast container, do toast, oh, cheese, could, and yeah. then have it shoot out and then assemble itself. Then there'd be cheese on top. Well, you can only put the cheese on the bottom, but. Oh, yeah. In the middle. I don't know. I, I guess I like more cheese on my grilled cheese for that because I feel like it just ruined Dude, the toaster I, I'm immediately. I'm the same way. I'm oh, like yeah. a I'm like a five six pieces of cheese Holy on there. Shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, it needs to be hanging out like yeah, oh, just yeah. a, a disaster. It needs to get mixed into the here. Pan. I am feeling like a badass when I'm like, ooh, I think it's a two slice kind of day. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Please tell me you've never eaten really. grilled cheese with one slice of cheese before. That's not exciting at all. Yeah, like one, one and a half. I usually put other shit in it too. Like yeah, I, I rarely eat a grilled cheese by itself. I put like pickles, maybe ah, ham. I was say pickles, you know, like, yeah, yeah, right. Pickles and some bacon. Actually, if I have it, it's pretty good. I'm lucky not really, enough. Not really grilled cheese then. It's just a kind tomato. of a sandwich. Tomato. Take yeah, yeah, a but like an easy sandwich. I don't know. It's a grilled cheese it and other things. Completely changes the changes. flavor profile. I mean, it yeah, really it's, it it's wildly different. Well, that's like I started going to Swenson's and I used to get the Galley Boy all the time, and then I started getting the grilled cheese with just bacon on it yeah then you started to get grape milkshakes yeah, there's bro. nothing wrong with grape milkshakes you lunatic that doesn't not, i'm not a lunatic that's gross <laughs> they're so good you just want cough syrup like as a it drink. doesn't taste just like cough like syrup wine in a blender with ice or something Ew, I, don't like, I don't really know. Like, like at least that's alcoholic <laughs> cough syrup i guess if you were going to add alcohol to one of them i guess the grape one wouldn't be half bad yeah so that's like a four loco then or something i don't know oof Danger. But also milkshake and lactose and stuff. I don't There's know. a place up in Cleveland that has boozy milkshakes and they're pretty good. I mean, I, I can get into that. Just as sure as hell won't be grape. It's just not not grape, not grape. That's fine. So anyway, the ovens. Welcome to oven, the oven technology. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you can maybe like preheat the air inside of it faster, but like the thermal mass of the whole thing takes longer. So like you're just wasting energy at that point. I mean, not necessarily. If the whole area is up to 400 degrees sooner, yeah, sure, you have to heat up whatever's in there as well. But 
Yeah, but like the air, it's still going to cycle, I think, because it oh, doesn't yeah, know what sure. the temperature of the part is. So I don't know. It's regulating it, it will, just it, fine. I, I agree that it will 100% preheat faster. I just don't know if it's going to do any good. I don't know. In terms of like the part. The part. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, it doesn't change much of that other than getting I can't the help with um, the stuff that can't get that hot. Like you can no, kind of flashy outside. Well, sure, that, yeah. I guess, but. Also, Once it's preheated. It's preheated. You can just wait till it's preheated to put it. In. Some things don't like a lot of preheat, though. <laughs> no, Some, you don't preheat the part. I'm sorry. Oh you yeah, need yeah. To flash it. So yeah, yeah. Gloss plaques uh, tend to be smoother when they have a fast ramp rate. Oh okay. Are they only gloss? Well, I did two gloss plaques. Black things. One was just the first test I did because it's all the powder I had, and it came out okay. But how can you how can you improve that? Isn't that just going to depend on like the thermal mass of the part? How hot your oven is? Yeah, if you turn it up well, higher okay, first, turn too. it beyond. Yeah, with the temperature you're supposed to cure at to get it, maybe get the part up to temp quicker. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure there's a threshold where that's acceptable, and then the powder also... itself gets hot first, right? So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the outside at yeah. least. Yeah, outside, outside in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Cook it at 500 then. Yeah, and I mean that's fine too. Is yeah. I'm sure there's a diminishing return where you get to like 600 or something like that, and it starts to burn first or something. But I don't think most yeah. house ovens will go that high. Sometimes if you like clean mode, might get like five, five fifty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about 600, but yeah, cook, know, every, cook everything on clean. Swap out some heavy duty elements in there. You, you might get there. I don't know. The bottom one is not computer controlled on mine. Just the top one. It's just a knob, oh. so like you can just uh, loophole. That yeah. might have more to do with it than anything else. <laughs> I, maybe I don't know. It's there's a temp sensor for the upper and the lower, and I put them both like kind of in a swap out the zone. temp sensors for something, or put another resistor in there so it thinks it's like half the temperature oh, it actually is. Yeah, <laughs> that'll let you turn it up to whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I could ignore that and just put a jam a thermometer in the side of it and just watch that. But yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Throw it all away and go PID. Well, I'm into the 700 bucks. I'm not really trying to go that buck wild here. How much? Yeah. 100 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I picked it up for some random dude. And he's like, I don't know if this thing's going to fit. It's kind of awkwardly sized. I'm like, bro, this is going in the garage. I don't care at all. I'm powder coating weird shit. He's like, oh. Was he concerned okay. about fitting? It was like, because like, it's a house. double oven. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess the dimensions physically are a little goofy. So, like, yeah. a bunch of people have tried to buy it from him and then just like, oh, it's not going to fit in our hole in the wall because it was a built in. Mm-hmm double yeah i'm like oh I, I couldn't possibly care less thank you though so <laughs> fit my truck which means it fits in the garage you can pick it up in the volvo i could scratch a shit out of the rear window i was furious oh, so what happened no. is i got mine in the in the wagon in the middle of winter because i didn't want to drive yeah. the truck and it was cozy yeah and it you know fucked up a bunch of stuff but i didn't care i didn't care too bad but like it shifted into the back window and i didn't really notice the oven. yeah so it just picked that up in, the, in your truck no i didn't that one yeah. We went and picked it up. No. In Akron. No. Yeah. No, I got it. Then what we did yeah. get something in Akron. We got it we got another one because we were gonna use some stuff for uh, something else. And then I think we just tossed them. That's right, small we, black one. We used yeah, elements from it. Yeah, we used some okay. elements from it and then. Oh nothing, that random door that's hanging out there? Yeah, like, that makes yeah. sense. Oh yeah, that that's the door came from, yeah. <laughs> Like uh, we definitely picked up an oven. <laughs> yeah, I was forgot, for, completely forgot we had that whole other one, which is a complete waste, essentially. But I think we were total in like a hundred dollars, maybe. Yeah, yeah I think that one goes. was even cheaper. I think I think this one that you're still using is. I think that was a hundred bucks. I think we maybe paid fifty for that other fellow, but it was, it was out there. 
you know, thin pickings on the uh, the marketplace. When it I took was a while. It took a while for that one to pop up, but they're out there. Yeah, I was impatient. It was like, oh, I have the thing now. All right, I need it this weekend. And then, <laughs> so, dude wanted one hundred and fifty or something like that. I'm like, hundred bucks. I'll come right now. So, hundred bucks cash. I don't know. It better be. <laughs> better be cash. That's usually my response. I'm like, uh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> so write like, me a check is three hundred dollars. Like, <laughs> and you can pick it up in four days. Yep. <laughs> After the check clears. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I made my door go the other way. I saw. Because I, I don't know. It, I didn't feel like adding a bunch of weight and stuff, and I don't have that much real estate, so I did. All right, it makes sense. The left just, or right door. We just took advantage of the hinge that was already there. So <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. You made it like what open. The like, no, like, like a, a door, door. Yeah. traditional yeah. door. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> which is way more convenient, yeah. obviously, but yeah. <laughs> way harder to do with the hinge stuff. Like, because I, I also oh, yeah. repurposed all the hinges, but oh, it was uh, way harder to do. Yeah, it worked, but it took some thought and uh, whatever. Door's Plus, not perfect. You can, yeah, but. you get you know the lock feature. You can use that too at the top of that one. Yeah, and no, I can't anymore. No, it's gone. But you can just add a lock to it. Yeah, so I got one of the cam lock Amazon guys. For so money. Like, Twist, pull. Well, it is my money. Latches, locks, all that stuff adds up. It wasn't that much for two, but I already I broke the first one. Was, I don't know why. As soon as I installed it, like it just jammed up and didn't work anymore. Nice. <laughs> Gotta love it. So, and the second one's still going strong. Yeah. <laughs> How many times? Well, you used it once? No. Twice? I've, I've done a bunch of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, well, I could do this. I guess when you have it, you're like more willing to do more things. Yep. Yeah, it's a little easier, but especially when like it's not a huge thing, and I can just throw random trinkets in. Like that kind of speeds up whatever. Yeah. Like it takes the same less time than spray painting something. Realistically, yeah. if you wanted to come out nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I can touch it sooner, and that's the whole goal. You can install it immediately yeah, and not screw everything up. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I don't have fingerprints all over it or smudges, and it's gonna hold up better. Yeah, the like, bowl holes don't immediately wipe off all the paint and all that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like oh. This is kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, and then everything takes three times longer because you want to powder coat everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that too. yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep. Well, it's also been nice. Like, so basically, the last handful of things I've powder coated. I don't want to get into full updates right off the bat here, but I've like screwed up. Whatever. Yeah, I either broke a part on it, or ordered the wrong parts once I had it apart. And I'm like, well, shit, I have to wait for them anyway. Mm, okay. Well, I might as well blast and powder coat this while sure, I'm at it. Sure. That's how I put the trans case. Yeah. It broke some stuff. Nice. Oops. <laughs> you need a special puller for the 5.6 cluster gear. And I had forgotten all about that. I'm like, I can get it off. I heated it and Aww. played with it for a while, and I ended up chipping a tooth. Oh. So, which is what I did last time. <laughs> After looking through my order history, I'm like, you idiot, why didn't you think of this? So, half of it, you like take a break from stuff and you just like completely forget what you were doing or what the problem was and why you stopped? Yeah. Is that yeah. a multi hundred dollar mistake? No, it was like 70, 70 bucks on eBay. Mm, I have okay. the same gear. So, yeah, I've made bigger mistakes, but. Yep. What are you going to do? Nothing. Yeah, nothing, nothing but wait for parts. Oh, yeah, Dave? Yeah. yeah no, nothing, That's your nothing, motto. Nothing about it. <laughs> what am I going to do? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, I'm currently unemployed right now, so I'm just enjoying nice. my week off. Yeah, well, you. you have prospects. I mean, I have another job. So just haven't started yet. Yeah. I mean, technically. Yeah, until you sign the papers, I guess, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. So. Nice. What else are we talking about today, boys? Well, I thought the theory was uh, 
hypermiling practical applications <laughs> that we actually do versus like, you know, some of these guys go off the deep end. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I ain't about that. But there are some definite things I've like, I've Googled hypermiling stuff because all aspects of car stuff I nerd out about. Yep. And I'm like, huh, I could apply that aspect to whatever I'm doing or a road trip or, you know. So it's kind of what do you do if you're going on a longer road trip that is in the economy so side like, of so i guess to oh. clarify kevin said he didn't even know what that was so i mean oh. i guess there's a possibility that people don't know but that's fair you know as the name implies basically it's just like getting the most fuel economy out of whatever vehicle so, it might be so do it as possible oh so, yeah like, i mean they, especially when do, they, put, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. put a little gauge in front of you in the new clusters it's like now nah, it's a game yeah, a little vacuum game it is, yeah yeah, yeah bmw's always had that the the econometer thing and, uh, right, but it doesn't give you an average, so it's always like. But it does the, definitely have does. an effect. Yeah, yeah, it has an effect on how you drive because you're just playing with it, you know, and you're conscious of it. Things that's right yeah. in front of you. So I think on a that longer was the intent. trip, yeah. that's always gotten me too. I'm like, I'm not gonna let it go, but below twenty or something, yeah, 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 or yeah. below thirty, and <laughs> it's like, like, okay, I'm gonna pass. I'll give it. I'll give it twenty five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait till the hill. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> So yeah, that was kind of like all start. Yeah. Like way back when, you know, just when I would take like longer drives and stuff like that, it was just like something to do. I'm always looking for like ways to pass the time on a road trip. So it's always like playing that game. Like, well, let's see, you know, I, of course I I hate stopping for gas in general. So like, that's also part of it. But you know, sometimes it's just like, you know, I I don't know if I make the trip, you know, a million times, let's see, you know, if whatever I've done to my car, whether it be some modification mm-hmm. or just the way I drive, yeah. if I can improve the mileage or whatever. So yeah. even summer versus winter fuel, I've done yeah. that. Just yeah. like, huh, how'd I do yeah, same driving sucks. style? Like, you know, just different times of the year, same trip. Yeah. What's the difference? And I don't know. The amount of like math I do in my head on a road trip <laughs> is ridiculous. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm like, well, I got enough time to figure this out. Let me just see what I can do in my it's head. Like, I have yeah. literally nothing else to do other than napkin math in if, my brain. If yeah. I drive one <laughs> mile per hour faster, oh, yeah. I'll lose Not this enough. many minutes off of yeah. the next hour and won't meet the GPS time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'll save how much fuel? I don't know. I always I, do that one. And that's always my like yeah. 10 over logic. And I'm like, this is an easy six, seven hour trip, 10 over. I mean that, you know, that's that, like half hour, 45 minutes, yeah. you know, over the course of the trip. So that's, well, that's pretty like, substantial and reasonable, you know? So when I came to your wedding, I think I'd cut 40 minutes off the yeah. GPS time. It yeah. was like, you're going to get here. And then and I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the math I do like that, to bring us into hypermiling that like right off the bat on a road trip. I'm like, all right, if I do 10 over for the next eight hours, I will get there this soon at the cost of, you know, four miles a gallon. Yeah. And then you do the math out, like, how many gallons is that? Like, all right, is $35 worth it for me to get there an hour sooner? Yep. Okay. So you know what the difference is in mileage at, like, different RPMs? No, no, like, certain cars I've figured out, like. Because I know in my truck, like, I'm screwed, like, trying to do 70, 75 the whole way. Like, way happier, you know, 65 or so. But that's, I'm not doing that, but. I know the the <laughs> BMW wagon. This is the one I've recently mm-hmm. done this experiment with. I can get like twenty six ish if I cruise at like seventy ish, which isn't too bad. Mm-hmm. If I cruise at like eighty five, I can do like twenty two. I'm like, oh, well, that's not that big of a drop. So the difference in speed versus you know ten miles an hour, like average over a long trip, is that enough? Is three miles per gallon enough? 
to see, get me there. See, funny yeah. enough, like I never thought about it in that way. Like the actual like average speed that I'm doing, I'm always just thinking about like in like just certain loads or doing other things to the car to like get the yeah, like checking your tire pressure before yeah. you leave or doing yeah, like, a, do doing like a fresh oil change. Like those, yeah. that's stuff that I do jacking. before road trips. You mean jacking it up five yeah. ten psi? Yeah, I crank them. Oh yeah, yeah, turn them up. Oh, really? I'll just put it. Well, maybe I usually do like three PSI above what, what it should That's be. Not I'll good. go like 25 over. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, you got to do it. You got to do it. Oh, yeah. Steps. Oh, yeah. You're not going to see anything unless you're talking like at least 10. So, <sighs> see, I don't really. Ha- but at the same time, like. What's the maximum? 65? Okay. 65. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll start with that on a road trip. Easy. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. No, I've never, I've never done that. I usually just do the like. So for the wagon, it's. 65 to like 69 if i for like a long road trip i'm usually getting like 52 to 55 miles a gallon bullshit you don't drive that speed for that long no i know so here's that's what i was getting at if you if you ride at that speed for like three four hours let's say you have a four hour trip you stay at that speed you're gonna get 55 miles a gallon as soon as you go above 70 between 70 and 75 it drops down to like 45 miles a gallon which is still not That's bad. a dramatic difference. See, I would yeah. never know that because I cannot, couldn't for the life of me, drive like a steady 65 for a measurable well, amount of time. Generally, if I I'm driving more it. than like <laughs> yeah. four or five hours, I'm usually on cruise control 90% of the time. Yeah. Well, you're like losing control at 80. You're, yeah, losing. you're losing on cruise control. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cruise control is the worst thing you could do for sure. But it does give you an A-B comparison. So that's what's nice. So like over a certain span, I've done that where I'll set cruise at just different amounts. And if you're driving on very flat roads, cruise is perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you have hills. Oh, yeah, no. You can get quite a bit of economy out of Which is most places, but... Occasionally, occasionally, yeah. You (laughs) You can go 10 hours west without a hill. No, I just did the Connecticut drive in the Elantra and... I struggled to get it up to 46 miles per gallon on the way back. But once we hit Ohio. Oh, that's downhill too. Once we hit Ohio and things got flat, putting it on cruise just made it go up consistently. Yeah. There's no hills, no major hills to climb. It doesn't drop down like half a mile per gallon on average because you go up a big hill. So Wait. more flat, more cruise. Yeah, yeah. Cruise doesn't matter. If, if you're not encountering hills, cruise is great. Cruise just, you don't need to do exactly 82 miles an hour up and down every hill. So, like, yeah. if you are driving by yourself, well, also by, cruise, by foot. Some cruise controls will, like, downshift to oh, maintain yeah. speed. Yep. And you're like, no. No, no, no. You're wasting the energy. Yeah, you get the man well. Yeah. But yeah, for comparison's still. sake, it is useful. But, like, in general, like, it's not well. going to be the ideal situation. Because, I mean, I do, you know, like, you're talking, like, hills and everything. Like, the light acceleration on yeah. the downhill leading up to the uphill. So, I'm, you know, Ooh, doing wait, 90 wait, wait. up a hill. My favorite thing. So, with the, with, right. Yeah, exactly. On. Your cruise control. Yeah. It will speed up indefinitely going down a hill that it will let it. It won't. No. It, engine brake. No. It, it, it should engine brake. Mine no. engine brakes. Yeah, it should engine brake. I mean, if yeah, you try to exceed 80, like, down a hill, then, yeah, it's going to stop at 80. It's not going to... I've never really noticed. It's going to have a break, for sure. You have to take over and, like... It will... Over, ex- well, it, I guess... Well, it'll, it it applies the brake itself, yes. No. No, really? it's not. Yeah. No, it doesn't. No, you I can feel the pedal so. move. No, it doesn't. No fucking way. I guarantee you. It moves sure? I will bet you $200 right now. $200? We're going That's for a, a ride. Yeah, it doesn't... <laughs> Let's take the show on the road. Maybe it is engine break. I don't know. Absolutely I don't not. know. It's engine breaking for sure. On a 2000 whatever. 13. 13. No. No, no, no. 
I don't think anything will do is the that. only thing will, that'll give you a break. Dude, that's like, that's weird radar, because I specifically you know. remember like our Tahoe used to do that with the cruise control. It would apply the brake. No, like, no. no way. Really? That is such a safety issue. And how would it do it? Yeah, no, it can't. No, well, it, I, guess it I don't know. That That's was just, just because it was a brick that had a big yeah, motor. Maybe. So like, yeah. it felt like it, it felt like the brakes, but yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. It's it's ender braking. There's no way. Active cruise is the only thing that'll give you brakes. If it has, a, if it has a radar or whatever in the front, then it has the ability uh, and the logic to do it. Right. Yeah. You're, okay. If you don't set a distance, then yeah. no. Interesting. I don't know. My favorite thing for hyper modeling though is like when I am going downhills, I just slap it in neutral and just let it. No, you're no, no. Why? Consuming fuel. Really? No. With yeah, because if you're if you're off the throttle, you're in overrun cuts. You're not. You're not. No fuel. Spraying any fuel. Yeah. When you go back down to idle, you're spraying idle fuel. That's what always pisses me off when people jam it in neutral uh, when they're yeah. coasting to a light or something. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the worst thing you could do. Leave well, it in gear till you're there. Like, yeah. well, it's a balance, right? Because it's how much momentum you're. It depends on what you're trying to also. do. There might be you, a higher like, gear. You might get to like a, a wash by instead of decelerating more going down a hill, you carry more speed. It's yeah. probably that a, could be a wash. It but could like, be a wash. Slowing but, down to a light or something. Use engine braking. when you got to stop, anyways. One hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Click it into neutral or whatever is the worst thing you can do in that yeah. scenario. Yeah, yeah you're using more brakes, yeah, more which brakes. is a consumable, and right. more fuel. Right. So, <laughs> but if you're downshifting, you're using more clutch. Not if it's an automatic. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Are you an overrun cut if it's on automatic? Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know if they, like, there's a weird threshold between. If it's old enough, maybe not. But, yeah, like, yeah I huh. don't know. As long as the converter locks. Yeah, I'm sure maybe Even some, CV, maybe some CVT it. stuff could do something. No, that weird. that was know. for efficiency. They must. Yeah, well, I don't know. Gross. CVTs. Yeah, gross. <clears throat> Shoot, I mean, some stuff might even have, like, they might have had, like, more aggressive engine braking than they wanted, so they sprinkled some yeah. stuff back in there. I don't know. <laughs> That's what, like, the, the Valtronic <clears throat> stuff is to... Mm. It gets rid of some engine braking because you're not opening the intake valves as much, yeah, you so you're can. not pulling a huge vacuum, yeah. which is more efficient. But so, yeah, what do diesels do? Yeah, no I mean, yours doesn't have the ability to do that. That's why diesels typically don't have a ton of engine braking too. But they don't make it a vacuum. Yeah, there's no vacuum. Yeah, and like in your case. There's no way to shut off fuel, really. I mean, it overspeeds, so there's a governor in there. It should shut off fuel on a diesel, but to what extent? I don't know. Like it's a man- something, right? A mechanical pump is just like one of those right. things. I don't know exactly. Hmm. That's why they went away from carburetors because they're always spraying fuel no matter what. There's no overrun cut. But which is funny, like I have an a- AFR gauge on a carbureted thing. And if the throttle's a- off, is it? Isn't it not? It's still it's pulling. Not, yeah. it's, it's never closed. Like it's, it's whatever oh, idle, idle amount. Idle fuel, yeah. It's not necessarily a ton, yeah, but it's yeah. more than well, more than none. Off. More <laughs> than <laughs> off. Decent amount if it's pulling vacuum too, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah it's, it's pulling more than idle. More than idle. So more more yeah. than idle fuel. Yeah, yep. So and more than injectors off for sure. So. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and they say carbs are better. <laughs> They're entertaining sometimes. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, what other aspects do you do? I just basically AC? play with tire pressure. Oh, I, I don't uh, know. Is that an option? It depends how hot it is, though. Yeah. It's off until, like, I want to be comfortable. Like, yeah. 
And then know. you stop caring at that point. Yeah, if AC's <laughs> yeah. on, then it's, I mean, it's really, too no, many I can still try to max it out. <laughs> if I'm on a 10-hour trip, I'm still going to try to do decent regardless of AC or not. Like, just because it's 100 degrees out doesn't mean I'm all of a sudden trying to get 10 miles a gallon on a trip. It would be something like, that I would play with, but like obviously, you know, trying to like hit a high score or anything like that. Yeah. But you're like seeing what's the difference on and off and, you know, measuring yeah. miles and things like that, maybe. But I noticed I lost quite a bit of miles per gallon with the Volvo AC versus not. I bet. Because yeah. I noticed a huge <clears throat> amount of speed that I was able to lose <laughs> with the AC. Like, I, I, could, I feel like that, how old that is, is like that a prime example of when AC was using a lot of power to actually function properly. It doesn't use any more power. It Wasn't just didn't it, uh, have enough power. Okay. It only it? made a hundred horse at the crank. <laughs> so trying to climb a hill in Colorado at 5,000 feet with the AC on, <laughs> turns out you can only do about 50 and it instantly overheats. Oof. But if you turn off AC, you can do about forget, 60. Didn't, was, was it the older R, uh, what is it? 34 R12. R12. Was it, did that operate at a higher pressure? I don't know if it's higher pressure. I forget. They one they were different. I can't yeah. remember which was higher, the newer or the older, because I know when you convert the systems and everything, you got to change a bunch of stuff. To you like, don't have to change anything. You're supposed to. You're supposed to, but, but it works fine. I think that, that was the logic, I think, behind it was the difference in pressures or something like that, and it was just like O-rings and things like that. But, well, it's a difference um, in efficiency. <laughs> the, like, the heat transfer from R12 to R134 is different. But, I'm not talking about the AC itself. I'm, saying, I'm, I'm wondering like, if the pumps needed to generate more pressure in the older systems versus newer and that was more less efficient or not i don't know i haven't noticed a difference in pressure from the pump more from like you need more surface area of condenser <laughs> and expansion or whatever yeah. so uh, to get the same pressure difference yeah just, but, let's talk about the economy part yeah <laughs> maybe it's dumb enough to not like like for whatever reason the volvo doesn't actually cycle the compressor like it doesn't cycle on and off. Like you, you hit the button, snowflake, things on <laughs> the whole time. So, uh, that's definitely an economy hit. Yeah, you're not just like yeah. cycling it on and off. <clears throat> not just AC either. Well, maybe just the newer alternators that like charge differently yeah. based on how much draw they have, right? So if you turn on like heated seats, that's gonna pull more draw on the alternator, right? And actually, I think the the B9 Audis told you that like your told you your like alternative consumptions if you had AC on or the heated seats or oh wow or running whatever it would say you're using this many gallons per hour or something oh wow huh. that's nifty heated seats make sense I always considered heat like not a thing sure you're running the blower motor but like yeah. you're using energy right that's so already that's there. probably yeah. like just for newer things that change how they the load on the alternator right depending on the voltage or yeah running state or things like that. Yeah, or at least monitor it enough to let you know. I was curious then, if, like you were saying with the, the AC, though, and the Volvo, how it's like on or off. Does, do you think it's still tied to like throttle position? Does it still have like the, the disengage for no, wide open or anything? It, it can't because I would have had no AC the whole time. Because <laughs> that is like a nice feature of, of having oh, the yeah. AC clutch is that pretty much anything that has the clutch will disengage AC when you give it the beans yeah it must not because like which is always funny because when i first got my car i was like yeah more power turned off ac meanwhile it would turn it off on its own anyways yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> right but uh well you'll notice a difference with miatas at that point ac yeah. on versus off yeah well, i never had it in mine oh really no, no. it's a convertible <laughs> 
I, they came with it. Or maybe it I worked. Know, yeah, they did. Yeah. It can just be even more sweaty. I don't know. I maybe mean, if I had a brand new one, I don't know. <laughs> I know. If I was to do it all over again, I would do things differently, of course. I thought about keeping my eye open for like a like a new ND Miata on Copart, and then mm-hmm. just putting everything in that, and then having oh. like a nice thing, like leave it all, you know, not super race car, like stock a, stock interior, slap all that other stuff. The supercharger in there, yeah. just be done. It'd be kind of cool. That'd be nice. So, anyways, neither here nor there. Yeah, I've never played with Aero things as far as hypermiling though. Like no, you know, taped up, it. taped up your yeah <laughs> front your, your DIY air dam. That's where I draw the limit. I can't have it looking no, down. No, no, so that's ridiculous. Got to lower the car so you get better mileage, right? Yeah, I mean, I've done lowered stuff. Yeah, that does help. Yeah, doesn't hurt. Yeah. Also, leaving your plastic belly belly pans on. Definitely, definitely helps. that makes yeah. a big difference. Yeah, yeah. even just radiator efficiency, I've noticed a difference. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. But, uh, you know, it I... doesn't help. Small crawling, big boy yeet trucks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> poking wheels, deep dish, fifteen, well, 15 speakers. But sometimes you get the added diameter if you get the big boy wheels. So yeah, usually better. in the trucks, you're cruising at lower RPMs, which helps if you're trying to go faster. How'd that work out with mm. your Cayenne? What, way worse. I got way more sidewall, and it's it's yeah, it's way no, worse, it's, right? It's not yeah. just the sidewall because it uh, it's height. Oh yeah, definitely it, is. more yeah. surface area of tire into the wind. You can't just put bigger wheels on it and get better miles per gallon. No, if you re-gear, you can usually get it, it close be, again. But. Right, you have to get, make sure you're like in the right efficiency range of the motor, right? It depends. Yeah, it, if you're saying like w- apples to apples, seventy miles an hour on everything, like theoretically, you could optimize. RPM or something like Break that. Break-specific fuel ratio. But, I mean, if you go by whatever the testing requirements were, that's at a known speed for, like, highway or whatever. And then, like, if you did a comparison. What, for at, for uh, the sticker? Yeah, um, yeah. What do they call that? Uh, fuel economy? Combined. Well, let's combine like the a, other one. But highway. Yeah, I know. I'm just... I'm ch- there, was a, there, was like a name for, there was, like, a name for that, but uh, whatever it is. But. <clears throat> but, yeah, but, like, a bigger tire is worse but like if you re-geared and got it to like the exact same sweet spot they know they're testing for and you get the same rpm range and all that like and it, you and probably get I mean, close then you have more arrow drag yeah the, yeah exactly it's it, but i mean you could probably minimize it and isolate it to just arrow but when it's you're changing gearing you're changing everything else yeah I, i'm just you could be and it's i think there's vehicles out there if you put a smaller wheel on them they get better fuel economy narrower for sure I don't know that height makes as much of a difference, but I guess it depends on well, it the number on the screen won't change. I, mean, right? I I would say like if I mean I was assuming highway, but you know if you're t- considering city and stuff like the bigger tire, bigger wheel, all that is like definitely going to have a well, hit more to mass, city. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's definitely going to be worse. Um, but I, I was thinking, thinking like, highway as well. Yeah, but, but like you know, steady state. I mean, even even then, like assuming you have to do some like acceleration, deceleration, and stuff, that's probably gonna hurt you more than it's gonna help. But saying steady state, seventy yeah. miles an hour. I don't well, know. Well, I mean, think of like hold one hand out the window versus two hands out the window. It's way more drag. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I guess typically, you know, think real world here. You know, you usually get wider as you go bigger right. with them, like yee boys and all that. So it, it's probably worse so if you go to like a bicycle tire in the same diameter yeah i bet bet it'd be better oh absolutely yeah (laughs) there's no doubt about that just can't overheat the tire and the thing explode right 10 minutes but can't do that no but it'd be funny 
that's the thing. I, you know, the rabbit hole of economy things. The yep. furthest I've gone into this is like I've altered alignment for like a long road trip, and I'll take out wow, okay. take out a little toe in. Yeah, I haven't really noticed a big difference because it's hard to do an A B comparison. Like, I'm too lazy to do an A B comparison. Let's put it that way. Yeah, the amount of scrub is just not, you know. And eh. it depends on sidewall. Like, scrub doesn't yeah. really matter with more sidewall. It depends has to on, go away. It depends on the wind. Like. Yeah, Show, exactly. Yeah, True, wind yeah. probably would matter more than that. Oh, that. for sure. But yeah. I was thinking just, dra- like, what can I do to affect drag with what I have? I'm like, oh, you know, maybe not well, so like much I, towing. So, yeah, on that note, I mean, I was mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, once I had, like, a standalone in my Honda, I was like, well, yeah, let's play around with like, you know, the mm-hmm. other things that I can easily change, especially when I have my laptop on a road trip. I'm like, oh, let's play with timing here a little bit. Like, let's lean it out like to 17 some, you know, AFR. Oh, yeah. And like, yeah, it's like, I mean, it didn't make enough of a difference for me to want to leave it that way. But it was like, you know, I might get like one mile per gallon <laughs> better or something like that, which is something. I mean, that is saying something. And that is that is that's a big jump. Realistically, realistically, it's a big jump, but I'm like not enough for me to like leave it that way. I'm like, I'm gonna kill this thing if I keep messing around with this. But it's probably where most of the jabronis that work at OEMs spend their time tuning. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, that makes it. Oh, I think they. Oh man, especially when you look at like you know anything that was hit by like gas guzzler attacks and the stuff that they did to try to avoid that, like in the Corvettes, like the cylinder deactivation and the skip shifts, and and they, I'm sure they spent a lot of time to try and avoid that tax um, on a lot of things, but then other things they couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's only so much oh, you can yeah. do. But <laughs> that's why direct injection became such a big thing is mm-hmm. you can burn leaner. Like, yep. You're not going to detonate because you're not firing until you mean to. So yeah. you can actually do a lean burn. Like that weird Yamaha motorcycle I have was in that realm where there's two chambers. So there's like a pre-ignition chamber. Oh, yeah. So that, that's an, a rich mixture that'll ignite the ultra lean mixture at like a part throttle cruise. Yeah, that's a pretty Switches. wild concept. I forget. They have like a name for that type of engine. Which, yeah. You know, as there is for Yamaha's was yeah. the YCIS, which is, nah, I don't remember yeah. the acronym, but something to do with yeah lean no, burn efficiency yeah. whatever i've seen those little animations on that where it has that little separate chamber yeah it's like, oh, pretty clever yeah but, you're kind of like trying to diesel the thing sort yeah, of yeah but. yeah pretty much so neat hmm. yeah but yeah i mean that's pretty much the extent of my fucks yeah <laughs> i'll crank up tire pressure and then yeah. if i'm gonna be that's pretty much every trip for me i still kind of do that one like i definitely care less about it now yeah. especially because i'm like driving so many different things all the time like i yeah. that was like you know when i had like my one car that i was like always driving it was like more interesting then and i could i could remember what i did last time or whatever a lot easier but now it's like i'm driving the same thing less frequently and uh you know, I, I'm changing <laughs> a lot more stuff more frequently. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, but, uh, like, especially towing, that's the one I pay attention to the most. Mm. It's like, all right, I'm going to crank up all the tire pressures all the way around. What can we get out of this thing? And that's tough to compare even still too. Cause like, even when you're going like, even you're, you're in Ohio and everything, but like going down to middle Ohio and back, it's like downhill versus uphill. Oh, so, yeah. you know, it's like, eh, you can get for- usually ends up being, well, I guess maybe all the way to Connecticut it ends up being about the same. You go up, you come down. You go up, you it's come the down, same right? elevation, but that doesn't mean like a long uphill versus a short downhill. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't done the back, you know, mileage one way versus the other, nor have I driven exactly the same for both. That's the other thing. There's a, there's a couple hills on my route to and from home 
that it's like you said, it's a steady gradual uphill and then a very aggressive downhill and going one way versus the other. Like the one, one way you can't carry any speed into it. Yeah. Like you just, it has to downshift like four times and you know, burn a ton of fuel going up, but the other way is fine. You know, you're just cruising slowly up to it and then you can coast the whole way down. Right. But, uh, I've always been curious about the, there's gotta be a threshold where, accelerating to speed quickly and then maintaining it is more efficient than getting there slowly with this like you know 10 percent throttle till you get to 70 versus if you just like hammer down to 70 well i guess it's probably not a useful threshold but nonetheless well it exists somewhere typically so i get i'm not 100 percent sure but i thought that volumetric efficiency generally better higher rpm at least on like newer it's overhead cam stuff peak torque is generally like the best or at least for diesels that's what i was looking at recently but like wherever peak torque is like that's where you'll have the highest efficiency that makes sense so yeah i mean i don't know but i mean there's got to be a crossover point where like you accelerate slow enough it's gonna be worse than if you just hammer down to get there Oh, Kevin, you have a light fixture out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Took me a while to find that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm never going to learn. I'm never going to learn that. That's for sure, unless it, somebody's already done it on the internet and I can yeah. find out. But uh, Right. <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I've been interested in doing some, like, we just got some CFD software and I want to try to model like a square the size of my truck and a square the size of the trailer and see what I can do to minimize some of the trailer drag. Mm. But connect your bump cap to the trailer or something like that, or do one <laughs> of them little accordion bellows or whatever between Ooh. the truck and the trailer, like a, the city bus. I wanted to test out like <laughs> the, the Chrome pinstriped wing with oh, the yeah. name of the truck on it. Like I want to see how efficient those are in a model. You versus... could put some of them, uh, what do they call them? Like the butterflies on the back of the uh, trailer. Yeah. The, trailer. Yeah. the tails. Yeah. Those supposedly make a pretty big difference. Also, they have those little number things. Like, you know, the roof of an Evo has those little yeah, yeah, the, the vortex, vortex generators. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. supposedly do a little bit. To try to keep air following there the roofline of things. I've I've watched something on that before. There was like an engineering explaining video, or somebody on the YouTube's did that, and it was there's interesting. some bold claims by Ooh. a company for trailer accessories for those, and like, there's no way at all. <laughs> Hit your entire trailer with a ball peen hammer, golf ball, ball. golf ball trailer. Yeah. Remember the MythBusters on that? The, we just need the hailstorm to come through. MythBusters no. so, did that. That's crazy. There's so much science behind that too. Like yeah. It can't just be the same for each thing you do it. Like it they has to be very that. specific. I don't, I don't think they were Ford able to. Taurus. I know, but I don't think they were able to measure anything because they did it out of like clay and they added so much weight to the car. And no, they, they like, did it. They weighed the car the same. They added. They did the golf ball first and then added oh, that much right. weight they had, to they it. They had to revisit it or something like that. Yeah, I, don't, I think it took two tries, but they were able to say I think it was more efficient. Yeah. Probably not by enough to make your car look stupid, but <laughs> nonetheless, <laughs> I recall that being a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's. Also, I mean, that would be kind of funny to do the trailer. It's not something I'm ever going to do to a vehicle. <laughs> Still, I don't think I'm going to do like it to that. I you get away with it on the trailer and it'd be fine. I wonder, and like, okay, so, so it did work, it says. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't think it worked the first time. Covering I think, that, like I said, I think that was one of the ones that they revisited. Covering but. your car in clay and dimbling it like a golf ball will result in a significant increase in gas mileage. Significant? What's that? That's. You know, I have to read more. Here. All right. I was thinking of the skirts on the bottom of the trailer too, the rubber yeah. guys. Yeah. See those on the big rigs these days to get yeah. the big, long guys. Mm-hmm. I'd probably do something. New wheel covers. Yeah. Smoothies, smoothies, smoothies. I do smoothies on the trailer. I think they look good. I feel like there is yeah. a well, lot of different things. Well, you'd have to do, do it on the here. truck and the trailer. <sighs> it's got match. The fronts are sort of smoothie. They're really yeah, one of those giant, yeah, I guess semi spoilers really on the truck. On the, yeah, on the roof of the truck. Yeah, that's what I, I, yeah. I like. That with like the you know use the super nineties oh, chrome yeah, yeah. spoiler. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah. I wonder if you can find those anymore. Yeah, they're probably. on marketplace. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> He's already looked. He's like a little bit. It has to be pinstripe though. Like that's the thing. Just pinstripe it yourself. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, that's a hard skill to learn. <clears throat> yeah. How many? How often is he gonna see it? Really? I mean, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. There's that. Oh, who's that dude? He's got a OBS Ford that goes to Midvale with like all the '90s accessories. Oh, I think yeah. it has a roof spoiler. Yeah. It's got the little thing the in the back one? of the cab. No, it's red and it's like three tone. Yeah. Red, I, brown, something else. Like it's got the sides, the skirts with the steps, and it's got the like full body, the dually. Yeah. yeah, boy, is that thing magnificent? Yeah, it's good. It's when they have like the old school CRT monitor with like wood trim into the ceiling yeah. and all sorts of awesomeness. Oh, uh, so MythBuster dimple car did about one and a half miles per gallon better. I mean, that's pretty significant. Okay. Yeah. I could imagine with that much surface area as you're talking with a truck and a trailer, I mean, that's got to be substantial. I want to say, and I and I don't remember this, but they did something with the scale of the dimples and like how big or how small they could mm-hmm. be. And I can't remember what the cutoff was. I'm sure um, they did some small scale testing on that. Yeah. That and so sounds now it's like a big thing. So I'm curious. Like, oh, wait. No, even better. Three miles per gallon. Holy uh, shit. I don't know what that was. Uh... And that's something that probably got in, what, the 20s? Yeah, it was like a little sedan too. So I mean, it was I think it was like, a Taurus. Like the that, that sounds about the bubble right. Taurus. Yeah, that was a dirty car versus a clean car. It was one and a half miles per gallon. Apparently, they did that also. What? I don't believe that. No. There's, uh, whatever. Yeah. No. At a constant sixty-five miles per hour, cleaner car gave twenty-six miles per gallon, and the dimpled one gave twenty-nine miles per gallon. I feel like your car being clean. Does make a difference though. It feels like it makes a difference, but there's no way that it makes it a difference. It has to. Nah. Well, it's less resistance, right? So Unless like, it was like you just took the, this thing mud bogging and it was like that dirty that it had an I'm, extra twenty pounds of mud on it, and like I'm the sure surface they went to the was extreme and like maybe. You know. I mean, like okay, so like let's say you have a ceramic coat and like it's very smooth to the touch, as opposed to having a car that has no paint protection on it at all and it's just dirty. Nah. You don't I think would, so? I don't think you would measure anything. Hey, I would actually bet that a clean car versus a clean car that's ceramic coated, the clean car would probably just get better miles per gallon. You because, think so? Yeah. Yeah, boundary layer. That's kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah. But the extra smooth, no good. Oh, yeah. Right. That's, yeah. I mean, that's essentially it's the, the opposite ball. of the dimples, the dimples yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so no, I was curious about, so I was talking about with the scale of the dimples. I was uh-huh. wondering, I was like, well, you know, how how small can you go? You know, I was like, is this something that you could like essentially sell in a roll? Like what if you took, like imagine like, like something bubble like wrap. bubble wrap. <laughs> exactly, imagine <laughs> something like bubble wrap. It was like the opposite? It depends yeah. on the speed. And you speed can just like vinyl wrap your thing. Depends on the it speed. It looks so bad. Area. You think it depends on speed? I think you could come up with like an optimized map 
So depending on where you are on the car, changes size and depth. I feel like I feel like I think Kevin's right. I feel like it doesn't matter yeah. what speed, like what speed you're going. No, no, you I don't have, think it matters what to, speed you're going. It has to do I with think... the pressure and the velocity in that particular area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have a high pressure, high velocity area. Okay. You might need a a bigger dimple. Right to make Maybe. a difference. So if you're like you're talking spaceship dimple, it's going to be like one foot diameter, but car dimple might be or vice versa. Inches? So I, I think the I other way around. Higher speed, yeah, I think you want smaller ones. But I don't know. So, so to clue you in, I was just curious about like what the size cutoffs are for the dimples. You have a pretty right. wild looking car if you like mapped it out based on like air velocity and all. Areas. Which you could definitely do, but, but you're just creating a boundary layer, right? right. Yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. Well, so, you're reducing so, it. Surprised no one's well, done that yet. Okay, there's always a boundary layer, right? Oh yeah, you but like a it, less but... turbulent boundary layer. Like if you, there's an amount where like some amount of boundary layer versus none. Boundary layer makes efficient. drag essentially. It's a low pressure area, right? Mm, that's not what I was thinking. But the but the the laminar flow would then pass over it with less friction. Right. You have yeah, a yeah, larger, yeah. slightly larger boundary layer. There's a sweet spot. Yeah. Like, where none is bad. Too big is bad. Too big mm-hmm. is but more like, drag. Right. You know, so I think, yeah, I don't I don't well, know what the Too small is drag as well. That. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But uh, so anyways, what got me thinking about it was like, well, you know, could you have something as simple as like a uh, like a vinyl wrap that had like a texture to it? Like you've seen like the brush stuff and everything like that. I'm assuming that's too small to be able to put little dimples yeah. in. But, but even like circular cutouts on vinyl might give you enough turbulence to try to create a I don't think so. Layer. I think it needs and I think it needs that like hemispherical shape to it. Maybe. But like yeah, because the, the it, opposite it of some like a yeah, it creates like yeah, a, a little vortex. vortex. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I think maybe like the opposite of bubble wrap or something like that. And boy, yeah. if, you could, if you could sell that <laughs> and and you it, and you can advertise like a 3 mile per gallon improvement, like man, Prius owners be all over that. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I mean, for the trailer, I was like, shit, I'll put some on, you know? I... <laughs> yeah, if it was a uniform thing. like, Or you could sell it, like it. something like that, a flat surface. Like if they had, you know, you can buy like corrugated sheet or whatever yeah. at the hardware store. Like you just boop, put that on the side. As long as it lines up from sheet to sheet, where, wherever that gap is. Yeah, as long yeah. as the holes line up, I'm into it. Or like if they the, don't uh, line up. Because they sell like the, uh, they sell all kinds of stuff like that. It really wouldn't be that hard to make. You know, you think about the uh, like just the like a vacuum form sheet. Yeah, like the fluorescent light covers. You know, they have like yeah. textures in that. Yeah. Like, put little dimples in one of those and send it. Just make carbon fiber fenders, but with a dimple in them. <laughs> Lightweight and For, aerodynamic. All the, the lemons teams. <laughs> yeah, I still think like you know frontal area and tail drag is a bigger hit than yep. <clears throat> how slippery the side of your shitbox sure. is. Yeah, well, see, yeah, see if you can snag a uh, one of them semi wings and like one of the butterflies for the back of the trailer and do that. It'd be sweet. Yeah, it would look hilarious. It'd be really <laughs> funny. It's just really hard to get like, like an A B comparison, like just driving style on hills and like how bad I want to be home. Like yeah. it's like gonna be playing with the angle of attack. Yeah, going from <laughs> six to six point one miles per gallon. <laughs> yeah, it's hard yeah, to measure. That's a, that's a lot of percentages. Though. Yeah, that'd be huge. No, I mean, I'm getting a little like 11 ish with the trailer. 11, 12, something like Whatever. that. Whatever. I was I mean, making yeah, the point. If I can get one out of it, that'd be sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't blow that thing up yet? Not yet. Oh, I guess we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. I've got one toe left. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
Anyhow. He needs to make one more toe. Shall we transition? I Got any news? News. Vaughn Gittin Jr. is back. To yeah, FD. for FD. I saw that. Oh, I didn't know that. Was well, the, he's, uh, he's oh. filling in for. Uh, okay, so I'm confused by that because I saw that, but I said they only had three cars. That's what I'm trying to explain, but you cut me off. So you know how LZ's not doing all the events? Mm, no, he's not. He's not running all. He's running like three of the events or something like that. Okay. So Von Gittin's running the other ones, which doesn't make sense because he can't win either way. So I don't right. understand. But now we're publicity. just like have so much money, we're doing it for fun, huh? I mean, that's the right. goal. Like I, I can't blame the guy. Like Give I would LZ totally the boot. Do that. If you can't do them all, like you're off the team. What do you mean? What yeah, you, but I think doing? Von Gittin had too many obligations as well. So like it probably just lines up where like, hey, I can't make this one because I have to run Ultra Four for whatever, yeah. and then here you fill in, and then. He gets okay. to go have fun and play. But anyways, I did see the, speaking of Vaughn getting in RTR and drifting things, I saw that they had the new electronic e-brake on the new generation yeah. of Mustangs, which I thought was interesting. And I they I were... clicked on the article all excitedly. So it was like, ah, how the new <laughs> Mustang drift brake, electronic drift brake works. And they didn't talk about how it works at all. So <laughs> I still don't know, but it seems interesting. <laughs> it seems to work well. I saw the Von Gittin driving it and Denofa was driving it too. It definitely works. Yeah, um, it seemed to work pretty well. Like they seem to do some long poles, but I think it was just to get shots of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I don't know. I, I know they went back and forth on development with it and that's pretty cool. Yeah. You have a, a purchasable drift car. Like the thing's driftable. So that was the other question. Like, do you think they added any angle to it? Uh, Probably not. not. (laughs) But they had, I think they had decent angle because it's a kind of long car. So I think the turning radius matters and they probably had it decent to begin with. You know, some things like suck and some things are fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe. But I was hoping to get more information on how exactly it worked because I think it's like the electronically actuated piston in the rear caliper. No, I um, think it's. Or is it electronically actuated hydraulic? It's, I think it's Still. running the ABS unit to actuate the rear brakes. Okay. So. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Cause like they, so they're using, you know, like a, they're, it's essentially still like the buttons like you get in the new cars and everything, yeah. uh, but they baited a handle. And uh, it unless you're in like the drift or, tr- I'm sorry, track mode, yeah. it doesn't work. Uh, but then it, like normally you pull it up and it actuates it, and you push it down to deactivate it, just like you would a button. So essentially the same, it's just handle-shaped, uh, yep. and they, they built in some logic to progressively, you know, actuate right. or something. So That's cool. It is cool that you don't, yeah, you don't have to do anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Yeah. But uh, I guess they've been doing, like, they've been playing with stuff like that for a little while, not just Ford, but Dodge, That's and just them with, like, like, burnout modes and yeah. drifting, like, the Focus RS drifting, and the uh, they got line locks and some yeah. Mustangs now, too. Um, it makes sense. Like, ABS units are advanced enough where they're applying pressure. Oh, so, sure. like, why wouldn't you yeah. get it to, do, like, just yeah. do whatever you want? I mean, they've been, honestly, they've been advanced enough to do it for a long time. They yeah. just never cared to make it work yeah there was but, no market yeah. for it so it was i mean yeah they've been you know abs units and dscs and all that other stuff has been able to actuate rear yeah. brakes for ages yep. <laughs> yeah i think it's cool that like an oe is supportive enough of drifting to be like yeah we'll incorporate the feature of that <clears throat> yeah so i guess the, yeah part of that article was you know they thought it was especially cool because ford had like vaughn and chelsea helping with like the development of all that so right pretty neat 
I guess it's supposed to be the 2024 Mustang that will have it. Yeah, I know so. they were, from the test videos I saw, they're like, uh, it's too new, we can't give you any driving impressions, because that's the rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can tell you it works. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they still had it in the full, like, secret sauce livery and yeah, everything, too, when yeah. they were driving it, so. Hmm. Um, but yeah, journalists need to get the first hit, at, like, driving yeah. impressions. Like, oh, interesting. Saw some test videos of uh, James Dean throwing it down in the, Did you? the right-hand drive Mustang. Yeah. Seems like he's getting a little comfy, which is pretty cool. As, yeah, speaking of which, I guess what uh, Long Beach is this weekend. Yeah. So yep, this coming cool. weekend. There are media days today. So. Okay. <clears throat> it's pretty sweet. Other news? Is uh, that a uh, pro spec also? Probably. I don't know. I feel like they always run the same events. Unless Wait, no. Long with... Beach? No, it's not. No, no I don't think that's pretty high stakes for pro spec. Yeah, no. No, no <laughs> it's not it. Yeah, they have four events this year for Prospect. I looked. So. Yeah. Uh, I watched a video where oh, nice. somebody was in a Challenger doing uh, a donut in an intersection. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> is this the one with the motorcycle? No, let okay, me damn. just give me just three seconds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and a Ford Focus and a 350Z were street racing and they absolutely clobbered this challenger and they ejected the driver from the challenger yeah what how do you eject the driver from the challenger? from, a, from the more donuts station. are not wearing a seatbelt yeah, yeah but, but like still, the more stationary car versus the cars are you would have faster. to move the challenger he hard enough fast enough yeah, if you spin i don't know I guess. The, they were doing like 100 miles an hour it was pretty bad what Dang. the hell how do you not your street racing which in my experience is typically in a straight line yeah. How do you? They're just ripping through a red light. This, this is a complete red light. They just rip. They like see both cars. But the guys back. in there doing a donut. Well, how much more of a red flag do you need? Like I don't know. I, there's, there's smoke coming from up ahead. It yeah. seems ridiculous. Oh, it must be the finish line. <laughs> well, maybe there's not smoke. I don't know. There's some, not much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It seems ridiculous that that would happen. Is it on YouTube? Yeah. Like, you know, fly, truthfully, I'm glad it did. It is I, on YouTube. I feel like nothing of value was lost in that. Uh, <laughs> What did you say? Yeah, Focus RS and uh, what was the other one? ST, I think, and a 350Z. Yeah, hopefully no one died. But other than that, right. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. the guy that ejected was in grave condition, apparently, but that's grave, all they, they grave. tell you. That's wow. a new rating. That is, yeah. It's like almost dead. Don't want to call it critical. Wow. Yeah. I feel well, like grave is worse than I that. hope he doesn't die, but yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. We all you're make also mistakes. an idiot. But yeah, we all make mistakes, so hopefully you don't be that guy anymore i guess it's pretty hard to see but you guys can watch this one at a time if you want okay <laughs> oh it is night and that make which makes sense i guess right. but is there anyone like but, is there a crowd or anything no Just, well there's some people on the side filming it like obviously so Ooh. but they were filming the the okay. doing, guy doing the donuts so they the, so the kids street racing or whatever they re literally ran a red light too also doing like you know mach 100 so i mean it's okay. a focus so i probably do 100 but i will <laughs> rewind and pass it on yeah, uh, I like a small alley. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. Don't don't turn it. He's not doing donuts. He's doing pendulums. Whatever. Sure, but I thought they were also. Oh yeah, no. Ooh. Yeah, yikes. Yeah. So uh, they were they were moving. Yeah, they were not going slow. So like, don't do that. You know. Yeah. Both of that those. Doesn't make things. any like. That doesn't make any sense. Like they're they're so into that street race that they were just gonna 
fly through that light. It's like a. To- it was like a. Like you could have like caught intersection at a time I mean, where the guy was on the other side of the intersection. It looked like a car coming at you. And so even like, still, first I mean, of all, it looked like this like big industrial park. Yeah. Second of all, it was at like three a.m. Yeah, but it looks like it's in an area where there's like zero going on at all. Mm. So it's, maybe they're used to racing there, and they're like, "Oh, we just like run this strip, and that's you know it, and that's normal both, for them, right?" Both but, parties are at fault. Well, yeah, obviously, well, obviously yeah. But don't be dumb. Wow. Don't do dumb things. They were like a... 16 and 18 years old or something. Oh, oh, that, that adds up. Fucking... Yeah. So, yeah, more dumb decisions. And... Wow. Yeah. So that was cool. I feel like it, that that scene has only gotten worse since we talked about it last. Because I keep seeing more and more and more of it. I don't understand how less. we're not helping. Yeah, I've seen less. <laughs> yeah, us just sitting here <laughs> complaining. <laughs> I have yet to see it in person. <laughs> No, yeah, I don't think I ever have seen it in person. Oh, I've yeah. seen it in person. Don't don't usually hang around Where? those things. Cleveland. I was, uh, I think I was there for an Indians game, mm. and like yeah. right okay. by the stadium, like as I was going to like leave, there was people doing donuts and Chargers and Challengers, like right by the stadium. Please tell me you heckled them. I mean, you've also oh, been. No, to- I was like, I'm leaving. I don't want anything to do. I with mean, this. I, I feel like the the goal there in that scenario is you should heckle them into telling them like, you know. Grab some balls, grab second, at least to like get yeah. some speed behind but, what you're doing. But like, I feel like that's worse. <laughs> it's encouraging the bad behavior. I don't Blow know. it up. Not really. I don't know. Just learn to drive better. Like you realize that's not fun. That's not interesting. Like well, doing, blowing a donut at an intersection is super boring. The sooner they crash, the sooner they can't move anywhere and the cops come. Yeah. yeah. So you heckle them to go in too big till they crash. Perfect. I'm going to do it anyway. I mean, you, you have stricter it, crowds that are more, you know, that, that want yeah. more. Let's just, yeah. just to like. Start hyping up the crowds. They're not doing enough. They need yeah. to do more. I feel like this is the opposite of what we said we were supposed to be doing. Maybe. We were not about supporting it, but at yeah, the same time. If they're too if strict. Ha- if it's already happening. Yeah. If, yeah, <laughs> you might as well tell them to crash. Yeah. Fuck it. If the crowd's strict enough where everyone crashes, people will stop doing it. That's true. Could be. Just tell me a okay, solution. No I'm balls. Sure. You won't grab second. Yeah, might exactly. as well try that. Let's yeah. go. We'll report back. See, but then, you, then it comes to a problem of if he does hit things, what is he hitting? He's He's hitting things anyway. anyway. Yeah, what's the difference? difference? Yeah. It's the guy dancing around with his iPhone out and his pants on the ground. You know, that usually gets run over. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I saw I another one. Tell of you, the, man. I just saw one of those today, and this this kid slipped and fell in front of this uh, in front of this car that was like trying to do a donut, and his legs got caught between the front tire, and it like ripped his pants off, and yep. it just pushed him across the concrete. And I was like, "Yeah, oh, I saw that. I saw oh. that. Yeah." yeah and then he like looks back at the driver, like, "What the fuck, dude, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I'm not saying heckle from the middle, like. Oh no, I'm gonna be sitting in the corner with a boy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Do it, pussy. Do you get shot? Oh. Eh. A remote bullhorn. Those are just burble tunes, Kevin. <laughs> Except for that one video where it's not a burble. <laughs> All right. Did you guys see? Did you see that one? No. No. The guy. The guy was doing a donut in his charger, and he hit the guy on a motorcycle. And the other guy on the motorcycle just pulled his gun out and started shooting at him. Wow. Well, that was bad. I mean, what did you expect? Uh, yeah. yeah. That's. None of us are surprised, you know. Like, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not the world surprised. is a crazy place. It is yeah. a crazy place. But enough of this. Yeah, tell me. I want to. I'm just so curious, Dave. It's been two weeks. What? It's two weeks. I, 
Yeah, since, since we've done a podcast. Okay, so the trans monster done the Audi. I don't really need to talk about that. Trans mount? Mount? Multiple. You mean the There's stud? Two. There's two. <laughs> you put There's the stud in? No, they're done. The car's okay. done. I drove it the other day. It's fine. Yeah, I seen it. Uh, shift kit's also done. Shift kit. The short shift kit that I bought from 034 for the 016 01E trans. That's done. Mm-hmm. That's it. Shift's nice. It's okay. It's okay. Better than it was. Still kind of sloppy, but I think that's other shifter yeah, yeah, bushing problems. Yeah, there's a bunch of other bushings in there. So, yeah. I might try to do those eventually. <laughs> yeah, like as long as you can find all the gears. Maybe next uh, year. Yeah, maybe next year. You don't know. <laughs> um, I guess I had, I'm currently unemployed, so I'm just kind of like catching up on normal day-to-day stuff. Uh, started a new job on Monday. Nice, nice. Pretty exciting. They already want me to go to a bunch of stuff. Literally, like, first week, uh, they were like, hey, you might be at New York City Auto Show the first week you're here. And I was like, okay. And then... Uh, That's supposed I'll, to be pretty good I'll be in, an auto show. I'll be in Daytona. I've been like to it. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. Auto shows are kind of boring to begin with. So. Yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah. But, uh, and then Daytona for something like the 27th through the 30th. Hmm. I'll be down there. I'm not sure. Come on, bike sure. week. <laughs> yeah. I'm not quite sure what for. Do you make bike tires? We got to get Dave no. a hog. <laughs> I do want a bike. That's on my list of things to purchase this summer. I'll sell you one. Oh, really? It's oh, just too nice. I feel like I ruin it. I don't care if you ruin it. I know, but I care if I ruin it. Well, then I keep my eyes open what for Helixes. What else is on that list of things to purchase? Yeah, Dave. More turbo <laughs> parts. Mm. Now that I'll have extra money to do things with, hopefully. We'll see how long you. Keep saying that. <laughs> yeah, you get used to it quick, let me tell you. Well, so there's some plus sides. I already paid off my student loans like a few months ago. So nice. that was like a huge a huge gap of change, which is why I kind of stopped buying a bunch of stuff. Good for you. Uh, and then the wagon, I think I owe like 800 bucks on it. Just pay that so off. So like it'll yeah. be done, that'll be done like the first, second paycheck of the new job. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have no car payment. So basically I'll be paying for rent and insurance and, you know, ancillary things like Netflix and other dumb shit. Mm. So. And turbo parts. And turbo Yeah. Parts. So I should have some extra money. I was looking at 06 GTOs the other day on Marketplace. Uh, wait. They made them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, it was the only year with six liter. No, there were two years with six liter. There were two years. Was it? Was it yeah. five or six? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Four was a five seven. Five mm-hmm. and six were both six liters. I think it was a split year or no five. Maybe. Maybe. But perhaps. Technically two. Maybe. But looking for one of those because I want one and I've wanted one for a while. So. Yeah. It gets rid of car payment immediately. Car payment. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what you're supposed to do? No. Listen, I'm excited to have money to do things, Kevin. My choice is so for the excited next few... that I'm going to put myself right back in right. the same financial oh, situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm going to spend the money I don't have yet. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Just gotta. I'm going to see how the job goes, and I don't know. Save some money, hopefully. And right. So your update is you did the transpounds. The transpounds, the shifter. I don't really. This is not. A, there's no exciting information to talk about. Like I'm not like, oh, I fabricated blah blah blah. Like I didn't do anything. I bolted parts together. It's not exciting. You're right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna overhype myself here. But yeah, so I did some stuff. Well, congratulations on doing something. Yeah, you were supposed to have that done for like last Tuesday, just so you know. But that's okay. It was done last Tuesday. Oh, okay. I did see the car at work last week. Okay, so. all right, all right. So it was one month, one month transmount. 
I will say it was kind of that more of a pain in the ass than I really like to admit. But that's besides the point. Yep. What about you, Kevin? Well, <sighs> oh boy. <laughs> no, no. Would you break? I didn't break anything. That's okay. fine. Well, you did break something. And you didn't share it last podcast, and I noticed that it's now fixed. So. Oh, the truck window. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> really? What? What? Yeah, it was hanging. I had it like down. Like enough down where it like wasn't supported on the the tall edge, and it was still really floppy up top. And I just like shut the door too hard, oh. and it shattered <laughs> oh, the no. entire interior. <laughs> so I had to wait to fix that. And then because I had to wait, I had the truck in the barn taking up a bunch of, like all of the space. It's like truck to E36 bumper yeah. and bumper of E36 to table to the wall. So I'm like climbing over this thing the whole time. Like God damn it! And of course it got delayed. It didn't show up until the day I was supposed to tow Lisa's dad's project car to oh, the body yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course it's raining. So I got <laughs> stuck in the yard. And the neighbor had to tow me out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it. <laughs> wow. Shit show events. Um, that makes a lot of sense why we canceled last weekend. <laughs> Probably having a great time. <laughs> yeah. Then I went to a wedding. Um, but... Before that, I started digging around at tire availability. We have drift event coming up on Sunday, so I'm just starting to poke at that. Not that I need tires for that event, but forgot about the four I had in the trailer on the rack. Like, all right, hey. they're already mounted and everything, brand new. <laughs> like, good to go. Some Iron Man. a lovely thing to forget. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, 255s are hard to come by right now, apparently, so probably just going to order a bunch of 245s and call it a day. Just Kendas and suck it up um got the car back after the tune and last week it did an oil change just you know post dyno is still on the break-in high zinc stuff so i put I went with 1040 just because it saw a, it's always i mean this is a different engine i guess but maybe the oil pressure gauge is the problem but it breeds pretty low at idle and it kind of always has so figured it couldn't hurt to I thought, you were gonna, in there. I thought you were going to say you went to 1040 to drop your oil pressure because it was too high. I mean, 1040 is nothing. I was at 540 yeah. before. Oh, so, yeah. It's like yeah, just cold and coil. Yeah, yeah cold co- oil pressure yeah. will be different, but otherwise. It changes everything, but. Shouldn't buy much. It's it's not the same. I haven't noticed a big difference yeah, when I, changing I've, colds only, but. Uh, yeah. Do you know the W stands for winter? Yes. Not yeah. weight? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that's that. why you're saying cold's only different. That's why the, yeah. the second number is but the same as 40. It, it offsets <laughs> yeah. the whole curve, though. It's not, mm, not it really. does. No, it's not supposed to. Not like tangibly. Like, I don't think so. It, then your oil temperature wasn't the same as the last time you looked. Uh, it could be that. Oil yeah. pressure. Well, well temp- yeah, I mean, the temperature like you dino. checked, that's the thing. Like, Yeah, but if you change it and it's, it seems better, it's because it's not at the same temperature it was last time. Go to like a 2050. That's what those oh, motors yeah, have yeah, always yeah, liked yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. 2050. I mean, it's all brand new bearings and stuff, so... They, they have pretty big clearances. You run them hot. 2050 is kind of the move. Don't bounce it off the limiter dead cold. You'll be fine. I noticed a little... Like, if it was below 10 degrees out, like, it would crank a little slow. But, like, otherwise... <clears throat> 2050 was always my jam with the M50 stuff. Keeps the lifters quieter. Well, pressure's great. But... Well... I'm running 1060 in the. I didn't even know you could get that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's what the uh, S54s call for. Really? So mm-hmm. we have a ton of it when they mm-hmm. get cut open with razor blades, and that's what I switched over to 
in both my things actually. Really? And it made a pretty big difference because that's quite a big jump. I've never had but, an oil pressure problem in the mine, but I think mine was actually a ground for the gauge. But like I was, it had some like wild fluctuations that seemed yeah. strange. And then I was like, oh, this is oil that was getting thrown out. Sure, I'll try <laughs> oh, yeah. that. I definitely use it regardless. Yeah. I am more particular about letting it warm up now. But yeah, I with twenty, I, I would be. Yeah. Well, ten sixty. Well, yeah, but it's uh, yeah. Eh. I, I give it a minute, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, just yeah, a little, okay. get a little cool and tough. With the twenty six or twenty fifty, oh, I would yeah, be more nervous about that cold. Yeah, thing, but yeah, I've definitely seen. Okay, and I looked this up too. There's there's graphs that have viscosity, and it does offset the whole the whole curve, and it changes the shape of the curve a little bit. I'm just saying from what I've seen it in, is a small in bump. the car, it doesn't do anything. Like I changed oil on the dyno yeah. and did back-to-back. Back. Okay. It's the same. I mean, technically, well, the oil should get hotter with more viscosity, right? Had, there's there's a sweet spot to that. Yeah. So, like, thinner oil is more flow, Yeah. so you should be able to cool bearings better. But then if it's too thin, you'll be building more heat than you need regardless. So there's a sweet spot, like... On either end of it, you're creating more heat. And in the middle, you're like, oh, this is pretty good. And you're trying to zap heat away from the bearings with enough flow, yeah. but also have enough oil cushion where you're not yeah, I'm making curious, unnecessary like, heat. How exactly you measure that, too, especially if you have like an oil cooler and then you have thicker oil. And then you're like, well, spend right. more time in the cooler. Does it just run cooler in general with thicker oil? And then, yeah, so yeah. I don't know. And then, then, yeah, your measurements get a little funky. But, uh, hmm. anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> Yep. So whatever. It's I've always run 540 in the other engine. It's been fine. So yeah, that'd be fine. I pulled a couple more chunks out of the the filter the second time around, but nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing as long as it's going down. Yeah. Less. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Significantly less this time. So. Yeah. Okay. If bad things are happening, it'd be more. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's clear otherwise. So um, that's good. Uh, I also swapped out the thermostat with a lower temp one. That's actually lower temp, I think. Would uh, you I paid go more money to? For it, so usually they're stamped on the thermostat. Yeah. The temperature. How many C's? 80. 80? Okay. Yeah, yeah what are they, 90 factory? Anyone 95, to... I think. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, it, it wasn't <clears throat> It wasn't opening until like 220 the first time, and then it would sit around like on the dyno. It was sitting like 215, just idling. I'm like, I don't It needs to be lower than that. Did you calibrate that sensor? It. I didn't change anything from last time. Same sensor? Same sensor. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was a different of the same sensor. You know what I mean? It's like a different. Right. No, it's the same sensor. Same part. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, should be the same. I don't know. I haven't even ran it since I put the new thermostat in, but hopefully it makes a change. If not, yeah. then I have yeah. to double check actual temperature. Right. And I have a spare, I guess. You know. Um. Yes, yeah, so that's cars ready to go. I guess I'm just gonna take it for a rip. In the next couple of days here probably gonna rain tomorrow, so. Maybe not. Yeah, tomorrow, so like but it's supposed to be real windy, windy tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So maybe after that, maybe a Friday or Saturday adventure. But nice. Yeah, blow it up the day before. That'd be cool. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you better knock on wood somewhere because you just jinxed yourself. It'll be fine. Works the other way around. Everything's fine. Okay. If I had said, "There's no way I'm going to blow it up," yeah, and I didn't say it like that, then I would be knocking on wood. <laughs> Kevin actually does think I'll probably blow it up the day before. So. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't need to knock on wood. You have to know the internal <laughs> intentions. <laughs> yeah. Reverse psychology. Oh, we did an RC drift comp. Oh, the yeah. power went out halfway through, so they canceled it, and they're just going to restart next time. So that's cool. We're at up in Hobbytown, or? 
Yeah, it's the only place we do it. I thought you didn't. Didn't you guys go to Columbus too at one point? Yeah. 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 Really? Damn. Okay, so it's not the only place Fuck. to do it. <laughs> Fine. You're right. <clears throat> he called you out and he, he won. Wow. You gotta, That's rare. You gotta, Check that one, Dave. Yeah. It's one time. And it's recorded. Savor it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's recorded. You can play it for your friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My, Got friends, him. my friends don't even listen to our podcast. They're a bunch of dicks. Yeah, it was, it was just like wild winds. And apparently somebody ran into the pole while there was wild winds. Yeah, it happened at ECS too. Somebody hit, hit the pole over by the... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Well, that's like... You remember the one day where it, like, it was like kind of like sparked a little yeah, bit? Like, yeah, some, some dickhead fucking ran into one of the street poles. If it was like a, bo- oh. if it was like a box truck, I'd understand. But... Well, I think it was. It was like a oh, semi. Okay, well. Yeah, that was... Fucked that up. The Swift driver is just like slamming the ditch every time. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> One of them was beached on the other side. Yeah, like, that happens a lot over yeah. there. It happens a lot. a lot. Well, you think about that road. That road's pretty thin. Yeah, really. Yeah. For the most part, and most of those driveways to those the driveways are, are narrow. Not, it's the they are not. Yeah. Still, it's your profession. I don't know. I've seen the trailers get caught on the hump. Also, yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's a classic. Yep. <laughs> Dragging the jacks. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's it. Nice. Quill. Well, uh, let's see. Where was I? Um, I have. I've made like what three different separate trips to pull apart in the last couple of weeks. Oh, I was just going to ask you if you wanted to go because I oh. need someone with a battery operated Sawzall too. <laughs> well, you can borrow mine. Uh, I don't think I have any more immediate needs to go. I think I've accumulated all the stuff that I need. <laughs> Which one did you go to? Can't, or Akron? I've or? been to all of them now. Oh. Is, there anything good, <laughs> is there anything good in the Cleveland one? There's a lot of good shit up there. Damn it. Like nothing that I need, but they have a surprising amount of cool stuff right now. Yeah. I went up there because, so I wanted an electric power steering pump. Yeah. And I was going to try one of like the mini ones because yep. I've heard good things about them. They have a separate reservoir. They're kind of small. They sound to, seem to hold up to some stuff and they run at like maximum operating RPM and like fail safe mode and all that other stuff. So they had like two up there uh, and they, I don't know anything about minis, but I assumed they should would have them then they did not so i was like okay so i just browsed around for a little while longer you know they had a couple other things i was like oh some nice c39 i was like well, i don't need anything off of that uh and then ultimately i was just like man i just this was a wave and i yeah. was i was nervous about that because i thought about it. I like, that's the one thing i hate about going to cleveland because you know it's a 30 40 minute trip each way yeah. and i'm like there's no yeah. way to know if yeah, they have what you need. As and long so. as you had fun poking around, yeah, that's got, the goal. You got at least go so, get lunch. They had, yeah, they had a E34 wagon. What? That was, yeah, but it was, I was like, oh, man. So I wanted to go check this thing out. And it was, somebody had like cut it into a truck and no, put like no. like chicken wire front cage thing on the front bumper. It was like ratted. <laughs> this thing was like, it had that classic like bullet style uh decal on the sides of each side or whatever and it was yeah it was it was whooped (laughs) so i looked at that they had they had an na miata up there i was amazed by i was like well i don't need anything off this either but like wow i haven't seen one of those in a pull apart in a while and like sure as shit i'm walking i'm i'm almost out the door and i was like got a freaking 955 kaya in there i was like oh and it's a v8 i was like no shit 
And so like outside looked decent shape inside was the tan interior. And I was like, okay, well I don't need anything out of there then. Cause like literally, you know, with it, with those, yeah. like everything is tan. Yeah. So I was like, well, can't use any of that. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I do still need that cam solenoid, which I actually, I think, I don't think I ever followed up on that. I had that on order and then eventually it just got canceled because it was like, oh, it's intergalactic yeah. back order or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, well, maybe I'll pull the cam sensor out of it. Like I didn't definitely didn't bring the tools to do this. But it's a plastic valve cover, so <laughs> yeah, you'll get it. Yeah, I get all got a so, hammer. So I, I I opened it up on the one side and went to go remove the thing, and sure as shit, like it had RTV all over this cam solenoid. I was like, oh, well, I don't want this piece of shit. Like, there's yeah. no. I'm not gonna spend the. T- I'm not gonna spend the time putting this in to find out if it works or not. Yeah, if it's so, very good over. Yeah, it. and so I was like. I should check the other side. So I checked the other side, same thing. And I was like, ah. and then, you know, more I'm like poking around the thing. And I'm like, this thing was not taken care of whatsoever. Yeah. So I'm like, everything on this is probably junk, but I was surprised to see it anyways, left there empty handed. So <clears throat> then I went, um, I went to, uh, Akron actually earlier today uh-huh. uh, on my lunch break. I was in and out of there in like 30 minutes and had, had a pretty good haul. Uh, I got another one of the BMW electric water pumps because I was like, yeah, if it works yeah. out, I want to put it on more stuff. So I grabbed another one of those while I was there because it's easy to get to. Grabbed a Volvo electric power steering pump and vacuum pump and something else. Oh, some like the, the sensors and stuff like yeah, that yeah. that goes along with it. Pretty much it. But yeah, they didn't they didn't uh, annihilate me on price because nice. they could have. Because I, you know, I, ch- I check this stuff ahead of time because, like, sometimes the stuff is cheap enough where, like, I'll just buy it new. Like, I don't want to d- yeah, dick yeah. with the used stuff. So, I, I generally, if I know what I'm going to the pull part for, I will look at what they charge for things. And you'll see, like, you'll say, okay, power steering pump, power steering pump with bracket goes up by like $10. And, like, they get you for like the electrical connectors and things like yeah. that. You know, I was like, boy, they could really get me. So, uh, fortunately a guy, like there was like a long ass line. He was like cranking through stuff and like got me for like standard, ele- like standard water pump, standard yeah. power steering pump, like not the fancy electric ones, which are twice as much there. Yeah. So out the door was a hundred bucks for everything. So meanwhile, they're like, <laughs> yeah, motor with accessories. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You could get the motor with accessories for the same price. Uh, so I grabbed all that stuff. Um, I, uh, oh, I had the motor back out and back in. Put the sway bar in. Sway bar will work. I have a problem that I need to overcome, though, and I'm not sure how to do it. Uh, so, end links. <laughs> uh, I'm not, they're going to bind at full lock. So, I've thought about this. I'm not sure how to fix that. <laughs> Make it go to the control arm. I thought about that. And then I was like, well, you know, I have to go like way out there on the control arm then if I want to keep it like same spring rate. Oh, yeah. You're not going to be able to. And so I was like, it's better than nobody. And then I, and then the the control arm is honestly going to have to be a little beefier than I was planning on as well to do that. So what's binding at full lock? The end link. So the ball joints on the end links, when you go to full lock, it will run out of travel on the ball joint. Because it's on the strut. So they don't, because it's on the strut. It's a spherical, right? No. Oh, oh, sway bar. Stock, sway bar. Stock sway bar and links. Okay. And a spherical is not going to get you anymore. Okay. I thought you were talking about tie rod. <clears throat> no, sorry. Have you seen the little ball socket, like inner tie rod looking things? Because that's what I've always thought about for that scenario. Isn't that the same thing? I mean, do they no, have No, because they're, they're lengthways. 
You know what I mean? So Oh yeah, exactly. you know? something like that would be perfect. And I thought about that. I was like, well, how do I make a center section of an end link that swivels essentially? McMaster has a little like inner tie rod looking you balls around two things. I don't know how yeah. much they are, but that would be that would be that would do the be solu- the, that would the, be the solution. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So need to figure out that, but otherwise it seems like sway bar is gonna work. So that's cool. Um, I might have to, I might end up cutting like the end of it off and like moving it yeah. a little bit just cause it will, I think it'll contact full lock this way bar then. Um, <clears throat> but otherwise that seems to be all good. I did do redo the steering linkage. I ended up adding another joint and getting it closer to the frame rail, uh, because I started building the driver's side turbo manifold, which is done. Um, I started the passenger side, but ran out of weldells and tubing, which I actually anticipated and a couple weeks ago I ordered the stuff, but then I realized I ordered schedule 40 instead of schedule 10, oh. which was a mistake. I was like, damn it. So, uh, I don't want to have a couple of oddballs in there. Uh, so I placed an order for more and it's going to be a while before they get here. So, um, other than that, I mean, Put a big old bag over there. What this take a piece I don't remember what size it was. But, inch know. and a quarter is probably what you used. Probably. Mm, uh, inch and a half, yeah. I might have some inch and a half, though, from the larger portions of the... Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I've just been dicking around with that stuff. Made some door cards and just plugging away. It's getting to do a pretty good point. Oh, yeah, and I got... Um, that was another pull-apart run. Was uh, Got all the mechanical throttle linkage stuff. Oh, nice. Pedal got some cables and throttle body and everything off ebay and that's all in and seems like it's gonna work just fine and uh and yeah so i mean it's pretty much as soon as oh i I bent all the tubes for the lower control arms too but i don't want to weld them until i have like the solid knuckle stuff done so i can just yeah make sure everything's good there um but realistically as soon as i like weld all that stuff together and then get all these little little pumps and whatnot mounted um then it's just wiring so nice it's a big step getting there yeah <clears throat> shooting for fall i'm shooting for like i mean next week well, no not next week <laughs> uh june june that's July, probably like that. june would be great i'm shooting for you know sooner than later may if i can yeah. but we'll see june's realistic may is i'm going ambitious yeah yeah it's ambitious but that's where i'm setting my target that's yeah go for it yeah what 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 what? what's gonna take me so long i don't know i i i I think i feel like i've solved all the problems like unless until like you you put anything together and then you find another problem i mean you're putting a lot of new stuff in a yeah thing but it'll be fine uh, yeah i don't know We'll see. We'll see. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Mike? Uh, I've done a variety of things. I'm trying to figure out where to start. Well, I'll grab another beer. Oh, yeah. If, if you don't mind, can I just think? Well, gracias. Um, so, start, start somewhat work-related. The 944 has been the bane of my existence in terms of, like, you know, I've been dialing out shocks. I've got that pretty good now. I made my last little change. It's like I softened up a little bit of like the little hit things and then it might be a little soft on some of the bigger hits, but it's close. So I've been driving it around the entire time I've created this stupid thing. It yeets the belt oh, off yeah. into space. Like when you just like, I don't know, 
right off the rip, it was like 7,500. The thing could just throw the belt away and it revs to 85. I'm like, well, what yeah. the heck? So I made the little tensioner limiter. That got me up to like eight, a little higher than that. I'm like, all right, belt's on there. But if you nick the limiter or you chatter in the tires, belt's gone. Nothing you can do about it. So I finally had it because I was trying to test these shocks and I threw like three belts and I was just furious. Tried shimming the pump again. Doesn't really make a difference. Got a slow-mo video of it. I think that's what I was talking about last time. You can see the bottom of the belt doing some mm-hmm. resonance. So I made a bracket off the bottom of the oil pan flange mm-hmm. and added an idler there. Yeah. So you're shortening the span. Yep. So you're increasing the resonant frequency of the belt in that area. Uh-huh. And now I can rail it off the limiter to my heart's content. That's good. And the belt stays on. Yeah. That's awesome. I need to like <laughs> just I need to make the I, I made a spacer for the pulley and the, like made the bracket. That's all rugged. But like the washer that holds on, like the the fastener is smaller than the bearing. Yep. So yep. there's a washer there, and Done I just that. use what I had to test it. Yep. But I'm afraid I already like coined it when I tightened it, and I'm afraid of that loosening its tension and then throwing mm-hmm. everything away. Yeah. So I need to make a spacer there so I can actually like yeah. reef on it and feel comfortable. But initial testing has proven very positive. Okay. So that's good. That sounds good. Yeah, I can actually start beating the bag out of it now and learn the car better because okay. every time you're starting to have fun throw the belt <laughs> away and you're like oh i overheated a brand new motor again so <laughs> that's been awful uh my weird uh what czechoslovakian power supply thing for the raspberry oh, pi i was gonna ask about that yeah yeah that just showed up uh-huh. so i'm gonna try that okay i might need your help oh. i don't know <laughs> i just don't remember what inputs are what in yeah. terms of signal things Me but neither. we'll figure that out I purged that information so fast. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I completely understand. But so that I'm excited to hook that up. Um, I'm trying to burn the last handful of vacation days I have. So I've made everything a long four day weekend until my vacation nice. renews. Nice. So nice. the next three weekends are long. Nice. Well, so I didn't work today. Fortunately, no help for you this weekend for me. I'm going to be going home for Easter. Ah. I was actually thinking, I thought about it on Sunday. I was like, you know, I really, I kind of regret saying I would because now I just like really don't feel like doing it, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. I put the race car tuner in the truck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty good. Yeah. The Quadzilla thing is like a ripper. I was, so that was the other thing I needed to ask you was I was like, well, what tuner is it? So, (laughs) yeah. I took a guess and that was my guess that it was the Quadzilla guy, but uh, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, the full race car is supposedly like 180 horse without touching anything. It's impressive. Um, I've learned some things about my setup since. Turns out, I guess I have a bad wastegate actuator. So the thing, like, it was going into safety mode and, like, shutting off. At, it overboosts what? Like, it's supposed to run 19 pounds or something Here's factory. fuels then? At, yeah, it yeah. goes into some safety thing. And I, I just never knew. It doesn't do a fault or anything because it's dumb. Yep. But Mine's the same way. <laughs> yeah, so like it wasn't making all the power it should have. Now that I don't have that safety more, it's got like the boost fooler thing going on with the Quadzilla. Like I just turned it up and it goes to like 35 pounds. I'm like, oh, I guess that wasn't working. <laughs> so <laughs> at some point I'll revisit it, but it doesn't like shoot to the moon. So nice. for now I'm just going to run it. Yep. Um, it's interesting. Like you have to get it up to temp before it'll let the tuner do its thing. Like it has to be over 140 Cool and temp wise before you yeah, know fuel, especially until now it's been that takes it takes a while to it takes do so long. <laughs> yeah, it's like up and about work. Yeah, <laughs> it's, ah. it's it's quite a significant jump. Just like I haven't tried it on like full, on like level ten or whatever. Yeah, but like just level seven, 
things things are ripper. Yeah, it's got the it taps the fuel pump, so like there's a wire to the fuel, you know, this electronic fuel. It's got pump a booster thing. pump in it. Well, essentially yes. <laughs> so it runs on like eight volts or something stock. So it's, it gives you a little tap thing, a wiretap thing, and then now it feeds at twelve, so you really? get like a shitload Wait, more dude. fuel. That's like the, the getaway back in the day is like there's a spot in the cover you can drill and tap for a screw and you can give it 12 volts. Just and like touches the way terminal. More, yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, you get way more power that way. This does it correctly, but controls it, it. Where does the factory get eight volts from? I, it's creating it. I don't know what the deal is. Make but... it just like some big ass resistor to ground and like the voltage divider just because they're like, hey, this is it's too, it's ra- too, too rowdy. Yeah, too rowdy. <laughs> so whatever. Wow. Okay. Think can jam at 12 now, that's for sure. That's cool. Yeah, no, I got to imagine that feels pretty substantial because, like, I think my tuner, like, you know, all stock, and I think, like, race mode went up to 140 horse or something like that, which I never put it on. Uh, but, like, yeah, 120, like, yeah, feels, that's feels what, great. I think I've been driving around like 120, which yeah. is what, 250 foot pounds more torque? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hmm. Huge difference. Pretty rowdy. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, full, full turned up. It's supposed to be like 450 more foot pounds. I'm like, yeah. holy. Schneckies. <laughs> Meanwhile, the trans was slipping on the forty horse tune before. So we've got I'm one sure more, it'll do great. Yeah, we got one more tow in it, and then uh, I'm pulling the trans out. So I'm going to tow for this weekend for Midvale. Very flat. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not worried about that trip at all. It's short enough. It's cold enough temperatures. Um, but after that, trans coming. Out. I know you've waited for this long, but I'm obviously not going to need the truck this weekend. So if you decide that if it grenades before then, I appreciate the offer, but I think it'll be it's okay. There. It'll make this last trip. <laughs> okay. Um, it's currently a part. So somehow it sat all winter and then the floor was soaked. Um, oh. I was like, this is annoying because I thought I had fixed all that. Yep. It, one of the cab lights I figured out today, the bolt, the screw that goes through the cab light to the roof had rotted mm-hmm. and was not holding it anymore. One of my cab lights is like that. Yep. Yeah. So I took them all off, cleaned them, like, because they were had rusty shit in them everywhere, cleaned them. Then I put them in the oven to, like, because I'm in, too impatient to let them dry. <laughs> so I do that with everything now. Um, <laughs> like 250? All right, we're going to boil all that old water out of there. Uh, new bulbs, all that stuff. The, I had a couple out. Heating the garage with that oven, too? It's not enough. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> It's something. It's yeah. It's better than nothing. Heaters away during the towel. Did you? Yeah. Nice. It was like out of kerosene I've, at I've, the perfect I've, time. I have a little bit more or so, but I so I put that off. But I was getting close. Yeah. So yeah, it was sputtering. I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't have the space anymore. Not gonna fill it up. See Hell you yeah. later. Let's go. Um, I finally pulled the trans out of the E34 with these vacation days. I was anticipating swapping the tail housing over. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I got cut off, but like at the beginning, I was pulling that apart to get the middle section of trans apart. You have to pull the five, six cluster gear, which is kind of pressed on. I didn't have the special tool to pull it off. I thought I could do it with heat and some stuff I ended up breaking it. So that's a part. Um, it turned out I needed a different, uh, so I'm changing the tail housing from Viper to F body. Cause that'll fix my shifter position, which means I have to change the shift rail down the whole trans, which I have. Can you just cut down the one that's in it? I, no, I have the cut down one. Oh, so I need I needed the longer one. Gotcha. Um, really, so the Viper one's shorter. Shorter? Yeah, the shifter's further forward. Oh, so yeah, I have that now. Um, and then obviously Viper had the thirty-two spline output or whatever, and then 
F body was 27 spline. At one point, I had incorrectly ordered the full main shaft for an F body. So I had one because my other option is to machine out the F body tail housing for the larger diameter shaft. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, screw it. I don't feel like machining all that stuff. I have all the things. I'll throw it together with the smaller spline. Realistically, I'm not going to break out. I'm not drag racing the thing. Who cares? Um, turns out the 3 4 shift slider is a different spline count on those two. So, okay, I couldn't slip that. I put all the rest of the gears on that output shaft, but that one doesn't fit. <laughs> so I ordered that as well, Jesus. which is like 75 bucks or whatever. But you're like three grand in this transmission. I'm probably into it like $2,400. Everything's brand new, and I've retained basically the front case and rear case or mid case. Everything else I've changed, which is stupid. I want you to feel good about this, but. Just so our listeners know, you can buy a Magnum for like three Not and everything's brand new. Yeah, you can. I just looked it up like a couple weeks ago. There's like 38. Uh, maybe like the, there's like, there's a couple different versions of them. What yeah. are those out What's the Magnum model? That didn't really come in anything. I right? think they came in some new Dodges and stuff. The 6060 that, did. Yeah. Which is but, similar to a Magnum, but not the same. Yeah. Like okay. you could still bolt it up to stuff, yeah. but it's not the same as the, like the GM performance, whatever right. Magnums. <clears throat> 3,500. Yeah. 3,500. I'm in cheaper than that. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but I'm in a hell of a lot more work. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my main point. Yeah. I, I still am in ahead and I know how everything works, which is cool. I don't think I would do it again, but I, it's been a learning experience. I bought this trans for $200 thinking I could fix it. It's just, I bought the weird Viper one that needed a bunch of goofy stuff. Yeah. And now I essentially have an extra trans of parts if I were to find another set of cases. So the good news is, is like everything's face plated and everything now, right? No, <laughs> no. I have a gear set I can send out to I'm be just faceplated. Your balls out yeah, that's the that's why I held on to all <laughs> yeah, those other yeah, gears. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's cool. And you know, my, meanwhile, I've been playing powder coater myself. I get the little homebrew set up. So when I figured out that I broke everything and needed to wait for parts for the T56, I decided to powder coat the cases. Might as well make it sparkly because they were already pretty clean. All I had to do was just hit them quick within the blast cabinet and. You know, spray some powder on them. So that is now the case. Looks pretty good. Yeah. That came out nicer than most of the other stuff I've done so far. <laughs> it's funny. Great. Nobody will see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I've done a handful of little parts like that. I glitter bombed my garage with it because yep. I did the... So I had some anodized aluminum from forever ago when I did Unimog parts. Mm. Somehow the powder was not clumpy or weird. Uh, use that and then did the Omni Clear over it so it looks like aluminum until you get it in the right light. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is pretty cool. It's a transmission, so. Like old stuff for like anyone's parts if I'm doing it for them, but my stuff, I mean, I, yeah. It gets a little clumpy or shake it up. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It seemed all right. But yeah. like this is 10-year-old powder that I've had in oh, my basement, okay. so I was expecting issues, but. It's it seemed moldy it, at that point. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Is it the same with that big jar up there, like yeah. that cast iron stuff? Yeah. That was the same order, hmm. so. You can just throw some silica packets in it if yeah, you really wanted to keep it long term. Bunch of rice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I did that. And meanwhile, after that, because I was planning to put the trans back in this weekend, and keep in mind, I dreaded pulling the trans for like a year and a half. It was held in by four bolts. <laughs> like Three minutes. There's like, no yeah, clutch. Absolutely there's nothing. no yet. lines. Nothing yeah. was holding it up. I'm like, why did I wait? 
but every time, every time it's like, so it's like, I think we're like scarred from like childhood, like engine trans jobs or something like that, where it like always seems like such a huge deal. It's I'm never like, no, a big it's, deal. It's not that bad. It's really not that bad. <laughs> I don't know. Even on jack stands. I think like, it's, it's not like, that bad. I think yeah. my problem is I fight myself on it for like an hour before I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm like, I could do it in like three well, hours. that's the problem, Dave. You and just I give up commit. and you don't get anything done. All right, yeah. So, that, I mean, I did the same thing. I've been putting it off for forever now. Right. And all I spent more time sweeping with the broom to get the spider webs out from underneath it first <laughs> than I actually spent to taking the trains out. Yeah. yeah. You're like, well, it was so easy. dirty. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> There's spiders yeah. under oh, there. Oh, man, yeah. I've been avoiding getting back under mine because I need to take the edge back out again. But, um, <laughs> again. well, yeah. Just Third time. Cause, cause, uh, well, it's, it's the way it goes with swaps. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, the driver's side manifold is not going to be able to go in without taking the engine out, but uh, that's okay. Well, it probably could if I like pulled the steering column out and all that, but it was like, it's just easier to do it. I haven't hooked anything up at this point. I'll just yank it out yeah. and I can weld it in the crossover tubes and everything on the engine. So, yeah. but, uh, uh, oh, I forget what I was going to say. Oh yeah. I spilled a ton of fuel underneath the car. Oh. <laughs> it's like, uh, I got to lay in it. And that's all like, it's like I soaked it up with like the oil dry stuff. And so it's just like dusty, dusty fuel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I gotta do some cleaning. Yeah, I think I'm going to Time. my parents on Thursday to help my dad spread some gravel. But I told him I was gonna use the lift while I was there. I think I'm gonna try to do the uh, center support bearing on the Audi. So nice. Maybe I'll get that done. Maybe. 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 <laughs> I mean, kind well, of. <laughs> I kind of forced myself to have to get it done because if you if you put it on the lift, I hope so. Yeah. Well, so. Only, once you take it apart, is it the one you have to cut out? Yeah. Wait. So is that actually the bearing? You're you just never replacing the like bushing. Yeah, it's like the push mm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't. As long as the, like I mean, BMW it depends. It do, I have to inspect the bearing to see if it's even if it's. I mean, I guess you would know if it was bad. Mm, now. They make some noise. It'd be a whining, but it doesn't really make any noise. But I'd rather catch it now and replace it with the good bushing and the the. Uh, I'm not into the bushing stuff. thing. I don't really. I'm not into that support thing. Really? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. Wait, what? The like the whole like. We're gonna cut all the rubber off your bearing and then put this aluminum version of it on there instead of the same bushing. Like, oh yeah, you know, no, upgrading it, whatever. Yeah, yeah I'm like, but I, that's not if it's bad, you I, need to do something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I don't know, not my jam. Is it making noise? Is it clunk? Really. It's fine. You're just doing it to do it. I just bought it. I mean, I figured if I have it, I might as well do it. <laughs> it's that could have been a turbo part, Dave. Well, I haven't looked. That's the thing is, like, buy it? well, no, I, I bought it before I left just to have it, just in case, in case it did go bad. Because you have to replace the whole drive shaft if that if that goes no, bad. No, you don't. I think you do. No, you don't. You can't get them apart. Well, I mean, no, I know can, that, but, but I mean, if the if the if the bushing, not the bearing, if the bushing goes bad, you don't have to replace. Then that's what goes bad usually. Well, you yeah. don't have to replace the whole drive shaft. Well, right. So I mean, that's all you were replacing, anyways. Half of it is me getting up on the lift so I can actually inspect it to make sure it's not bad. That's part of it. If you, it's not clunking, it's not bad. You're adjusting the trans mounts. I didn't right take there. any of that stuff. I didn't take any of that stuff down. There's heat shields and other crazy stuff over there. I didn't do any Ugh, of that. Come yeah. on, man. Oh man, I'm so happy to get rid of all the heat shields. Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. <laughs> yep, I'm excited for that too. I hate that. So is that a leave off item? Should I just leave those off? No, well, mm, not depends on, that. on what you're doing. I wouldn't. If you want it quiet and stuff, if you want it to be like a nice street car, I would put them back on. I would. Yeah. Otherwise, no. Yeah, 
Starboy. The serviceability so, with Sans Heat that. Shield. He doesn't is, need another half ass race car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. already Put have one on. of those. Put them back on. Brake dust shields, on the other hand, fuck those. Yeah, <laughs> fuck those. I always throw those away. I yeah, know. like why? Let's get better pads. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. It's fine. Wait, get brake dust on my suspension parts now? Oh, no. <laughs> like, uh, it's fine. Just have, yeah. At that point, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really get it. They're stupid. Well, and they some do of them rust. do have the Scoopy Doos on them. Like, there's a little yeah. scoop action, but yeah. I think I, it's like keep water me, splashing I, off the back of the rotor and quenching it and stuff. The, the water yeah. thing, I think, was kind of the biggest. I sort of get that. I, that was like the only thing that I sort of got, but I was at the same time, I was like, well, what about the rest of it? I mean, I've noticed that the rotor's already hot. I mean, yeah. I've noticed that with certain pads. Like, yeah, when it's wet out. Heat. Yeah. When yeah, it's wet out, it's significantly worse. You just got to stomp on it for a second and they're fine. Yep. Yeah, I've noticed that too. It was more from like off-roady days where like you get a, a rock jam behind the dust shield and the thing just squeals oh. for like 10,000 yeah. miles. Like <laughs> It's the worst. Yeah. All right. Well, yep, that's about it. Sign us out, Dave. All right. Well, uh, stay tuned for next week if we do an episode. I'll talk to you guys about that in a second. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I didn't forget. No, he's got a new job. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, new job stuff. See you. But yeah, that's it. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>